Hello, and welcome to the Vergecast. Wow. I did it. I did the whole thing. Uh, that's the whole show. Wow. <laughs> I opened it well. Let's go. It was really good. And uh, that's it. I think that's the best we've ever done. Uh, hello, it's September 17th. This is the Vergecast. It's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, wow. Kit. Wow. Happy birthday. Uh, that's important. That was Dieter. He yep. was wishing his brother a happy birthday. So Dieter's here. But then everything else is... Di- oh, I'm Neli. I'm also here. Then everything else is different. Uh, get ready to come through a portal. It's kind of like a podcast mashup today, based on what's going on. So uh, joining us today is Farhad Manju from the New York Times. Hey. You hi. may uh, know Farhad from the New York Times. Also from Twitter, where I believe Farhad maintains one of the longest-running Twitter personas in <laughs> media history. I, people call it a persona. It's actually me. It's the real me. It's, it's the real Twitter. You. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm interested in diving into that. Okay. The, cool. the notion of a Twitter persona is very, very compelling to me. And then, so this is what I mean by mashup. Farhad has his own great podcast called the Jay and Farhad Show with Jay Yarrow from Business Insider, where yes. they come together and their media organizations do not fight, but instead collaborate right. to create a content explosion. And that podcast was produced until recently because we hired her. It was produced by Kristen Frisina. Wow. No. Uh, Kirsten. Good try. Good try. Damn Kirsten it. Damn it. I was talking too fast. I was trying to get the, no, I missed out I was trying to get the last name right too. and I blew the first name. Yeah. I've been yeah. perfect on the first time this whole time and I've never had to say it. If, if you listen to the podcast instead of watching it on YouTube or live, you are missing out on a very decked out hype desk. For yeah, there's something... Yeah. It's, it's kind of like upgraded. a college football hype desk. <laughs> is that not uh, how it normally is? Uh, no. Uh-huh. So I'll explain this. So, okay. There's a reason she's over there. Okay. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's because I likes old timey radio. It's not a great reason, but we'll get into it. So Kirsten just joined us at the Verge. Uh, we took her away from Farhad. Yes. But now Farhad is here as well, so we we brought them back together. Uh, but Kirsten's here. You might, if you're on our Snapchat channel, you see her multiple times a day. Uh, if you are looking at any of our social media accounts, you see her many times a day. Uh, Kirsten's here to engage with you, with the audience. Can I just say one more thing? We we recorded our podcast today, just the more media mashup uh, of the Jay and Farhad show, and our guest was Casey Johnson, who's oh. Uh, oh. from the All and Wirecutter. Yeah. yeah. And so we've I've experienced every media organization today. That's good. In a single day. Are there huh. ones that you are not allowed to... Like, as a New York no, Times reporter, time st- are you like not allowed to go to the journal? <laughs> yeah, like, there's, like, there's like, there's I bet like, there's a yes, a, 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 probably the journal in Bloomberg. I don't know. No one's I, <laughs> the journal. If the journal does a podcast, I will be on their podcast. Uh, I just like the idea that you're allowed to like hang with us, but then there's definitely a level at which like <laughs> there's like Times police shadowing yeah. you and you're like no far no can't go in the building. Anyway, so Kirsten's out here. Um, so far, let me just explain to you the concept here. Sure. It's not, again, not a great concept, but one that we've been going with. Uh, so here on the Verge House, we generally talk about the news. And so that's what happens here at this desk. And then that desk is the hype desk. Uh, that's, the, that's the concept. She's in the hype seat. Yes. Uh, and what we do from time to time is as we're discussing news, new products, new things, new ideas, we hype check them uh, to know how much hype it's a formula in my head. It's a hype formula. Yeah. Uh, which is hype versus reality over time. Uh-huh. Uh, which complicated. Really, it's expressed on one ten scale. So, like, for example, Kirsten, uh, hype check the new iPhone. It's like a, it's like an eight. Yeah. It's See? an eight. And we just do that from time to so, time. So, eight is, is, is what? Eight is that, high. It's pretty high. That means it's pretty hypey? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like a, there's like a high level people of hype against okay. People are excited for it. I see. Okay. And it, but, it's got a, but over time, the hype might. It'll mm. probably dissipate. You'll just because yeah. then I'll just be the iPhone, right? Okay. 
So right. you see what I'm saying? But then who, who's ever in that seat also is allowed to just interject at will. So really, it's okay. just chaos. And I saw I saw one of these where where Casey Newton was there. So mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. yeah, um, the Skype seat. Is yes, what I that's, the last yeah. Week. I was very proud of myself. Yeah, it was good. It's a good run. Yeah. Uh, so oh, there, man, there, you're just cold. It's <laughs> a good run. It's a good rhyme. We're moving on. Well, it's, what else is there to say? No, Hype check that rhyme. Wow. Two. Yo, burnt. Right. Wow. Rough, rough all around. So there's a, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about this week. Um, I think we should start with. Uh, what has sort of been blowing up today. And then I think when, when we have new people on the show, I really like to just do State of the Union and talk about how tech is just doing across the board instead of like really diving in granularly. Okay. So we should do that a little bit too. But let's start with a thing that blew up our site today, um, which is that yesterday iOS 9 came out. Have you upgraded iOS 9? Uh, I, I, I've been using the beta, so maybe I, I don't think I, I still, I think I'm still on the beta. Right. Yeah, if you're if you're on the beta and you're caught up, you should be yeah. fine. Like yeah. it's that's it, not. I don't think I actually different. have pulled the le- like last lever for the the public one. The uh, right. the the public one is what I have on my phone, and it has the same bug that was in the beta, which is if you go search in settings, the next time you open settings, it will freeze, and you got to quit it. And oh, I've noticed. Over. I noticed several. I mean, the one really weird thing is that I I just get phantom vibrations. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and it hasn't like not tied to a notification. It just sort of. Buzzes. Huh. Well, I think it might be because the notifications are like more granular. Yeah, I, it may be that I haven't like I don't know what what notification is triggering triggering right. it, and and like I don't know how to I don't know how to turn it off because I don't know which one. But right, yeah. I get random mail sounds. Yeah, it's just okay. like all of a sudden it's like mail app is like you know what I did get some email and it's like <laughs> why don't you can you which one give is me that? more info? I yeah. would love to just yeah. it's just like a happy little doo-doo. like yeah. Uh, anyway, so with iOS nine, it came out. We put up a big review of it. It's great. It's iOS nine. It's like iOS, but better. It's like yeah. I, it's like it's it's kind of like iOS, but Android, right? <laughs> well, like in many ways, like they switched well, the app yeah. launcher. To, it looks much more like the Android app launcher. They've finally the notifications are in reverse chronological order, which is how it. It's yeah. so much better. Mm-hmm. Like li- everything about my life is full of happiness yeah. and joy. Um, and then, of course, you know the thing that is really happening. Um, is that the app developers have to support it. So there's a bunch of Apple stuff that's better. Like Spotlight is better. Yeah. Siri is marginally better. Um, but if you have an iPhone, you should update because you have to. So it's kind of like, right. it got better. It's going to be fine. But the, the big feature of iOS 9 that everyone's sort of talking about today, um, and I published a piece about today as well, um, is that it supports content blocking in Safari, which is actually expressed by... People writing ad blockers so you can ad block on the web. Wait, do we know what kind of non ad like what is the sort of non ad block I, thing? What that if you, you could just do hate cats? <laughs> yeah, just, just, just block can't stand cat content. Felines. Yeah, just anything cat dot gif. Screw this. I'm out. Okay. No, c- content blocker is a very like euphemistic term that right? they came up with. Well, right? and the crazy thing is. You know, part one of the arguments going on is, oh well, there's been uh, ad blocking on desktop for years. This why is this isn't a big change? It's just normal. But ad blocking on desktop browsers it comes through like extensions, and they're called like add-ons or extensions or whatever. And then you get an ad blocker that way. On mobile Safari, they didn't say, oh, you can do extensions now. They've got like their other little bits for doing that that they introduced in iOS eight. No, they explicitly have a section called content blocker built into it. Right. Which yeah. is different than what we've seen before. Well, so my theory is that Apple is like, you can now do this thing, but we're not going to do it. Like, we'll let third-party developers do it. And there's been a there's a rush of them out. Uh, Marco Arment, who was a guy who started Instapaper and then 
sold it. Um, but he started it. Uh, he just put out one called Peace. It's three dollars. Yeah. It's one of the top grossing apps in the app store today. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one called Purify, which is also doing very well. Very popular, free. Okay. That's um, the one I got. Yeah, I'm running Peace. Okay. Uh, I just figured I'd try it out. I got to yeah. say, the web's really fast. Everyone's yeah. poor now. Works well. But we're all moving much <laughs> yes. faster than before. Uh, <laughs> Apple's rich. Everyone else very poor. Um, so, yeah, it's unclear what, what else you'd be blocking. But they've built the system for people to be able to block ads. And then people took advantage of it. And in my estimation, that is Apple kind of being like, well, like Apple couldn't you know, release its own ad blocker. That would have been like a direct fight with Google. Why? That, I mean, they could, the, no, they could yeah. have, I'm saying sort of politically and, and there's no sort of, um, marketing reason for them to do, to enter that fight very explicitly. Like it's, it's the way that they, you know, sued Samsung instead of suing Google. Like they can, uh, Get ad blocking, which hurts their competitor, right. improves their user interface, makes their customers happy. But it's just like another app on the. It, it, right. it, it, they do it through third parties. It, they they allow developers to do it, and it's and they leave the choice ultimately up to users, who are obviously going to do it. Right. So you've written about ad blocking, and then I wrote today. And so my just to quickly do mine, and then I want to talk to you about your piece. Um, because uh, you you have like that optimistic view. Yes. Uh, I have the much more sort of dark. I, I'm just a writer on the, uh, and I work for a place that gets a lot of revenue from print. So. <laughs> I mean, I've, everything about this conversation yeah. has made me nostalgic. I'm like, we should just start a print magazine, yeah. like tomorrow. Like, it'd be great. Like, no one's going to sit around with scissors at the mail depot, like mm-hmm. cutting my ads out before we mail the stuff out. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing we should say before we talk about this is that we are all biased in various ways. We're right. all uh, compromised here. So well, we're, I'm biased in favor of um, having a salary. Yes. Um, right. and, then, and then using that salary to purchase food <laughs> and then eat it and <laughs> remaining alive. Uh, I, I don't know about you. What your, I, I like money and food, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me that um, we're, uh, the, the, somebody tweeted me that we're paying, that they were paying us in Mindshare. Oh. Like, it's going to be very difficult for me to pay the rent. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the deli after the podcast yeah. is over and see if they take Wuffy. Yeah. No, that's actually really funny. That's a, the Cory Doctor reference, right? Yeah. From that down out in the Magic Kingdom. That's it. Anyway. Anyway, we won't, we won't fall down that rabbit hole. Um, but so the, the, the context here, yes, we're biased. And I think this is one of those moments where the media industry and the tech industry are colliding and things will change because of it. But in almost every one of those times, the tech industry has won, right? Like right. revenue has shifted from media to tech, right? So Google built YouTube by basically stealing videos from people until Viacom gave up. And now Google controls an enormous amount of media power and money. And the other media companies are, are ever so smaller. And that's just one. The music industry is the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, so you can run these ad blockers now in iOS 9. You could obviously have run them. It's funny, on the flip side... Um, ad blocking on the desktop has gotten really popular because of Chrome. So literally the rates of ad blocking on desktop track along with Chrome installs. Yeah. Obviously Google runs Chrome. But what my point is that Apple's pulling farther and farther away from Google. And iOS 9 is a collection of things that are kind of direct attacks on Google. So uh, they don't call it Spotlight anymore, but Search in iOS 9. Now let's use Search. It runs on Bing. You can search inside of apps. Google obviously can't read inside of apps on your phone. Well, um, they can. They can they can't. Yeah. 
right? Like everybody has to build the right hooks for the right people. Right. Right. It's not the web where it's just like crawl. Well, and the way to and 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 you have to use like Google's app to do it, and mm-hmm. like Apple just has a much more streamlined way of right. doing it. So right. Um, so they've got that. They've got obviously the content blocker, um, which again to me is kind of like, a, well, we open this door. Yeah. Will anyone walk through it? Like, it's a very... <laughs> There's candy inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and just this sort of this collection of... And Apple News. And Apple yep. News, right? And so, um, and in general, you know, like, in Apple News, so they're, they're pulling publishers away from the revenue platform of the web, where Google runs the dominant ad server for publishers called DoubleClick for Publishers, DFP. And then all the crappy ads that follow you around the network ads, they run Ad Exchange, which is runs those two. Mm-hmm. So... You can move. You can take all the money away from Google's platforms, and then say to publishers, "Well, but you can be here in Apple News, and no one will be able to block your ads here." Right. Um, so Apple News has ads in it. Apple News will track you. You can put the tracking beacons in Apple News. Um, you absolutely can. Uh, and nobody. It's funny. I was like, nobody cares about this today. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think the reason people don't care about. I mean, first of all, very few people have used Apple News, but you know, Facebook is sort of a, an analog to it, and. Yeah. Uh, I think the reason people don't care about it is because the UI is not is not bad. Like, right. the, like as long you worry about things like tracking and stuff, if you see the pop up and then you feel like, oh, what's what's happening there? But if you don't see it and it works well and it works fast, then I yeah. think you might not. I mean, I think the whole like they're tracking me is just kind of a proxy for like bad experience generally. Right, yeah. and, and that ghostry pop up, you know, people have been screenshotting and sending me all day. Like, you look at the list and it's like Google, Google, Google. Facebook, 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 Twitter, 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 and then like one ad server and Chartbeat. Yeah. And it's like you you're not you're only mad because it and they're like thirteen pop ups. I'm like, it's just Google and Facebook. Like it's the buttons that let you log into our site using Google and Facebook and Twitter. Right. Um but I so I think you're right. And I think all the conversation that is about performance, we're gonna make the web faster by stripping all this crap we don't like, and that's cloaked inside of tracking. Um and I think that's fine. I mean I honestly I, my big take on it is that sites like The Verge, like big companies will be fine because yeah. we make stuff that people want and Apple's not going to start a content company, right? right? So like we have media executives who work here. The New York Times has media executives who work here. They, I don't know what they do. They, well, they yeah, go yeah, away, they wear they suits, they come back, they have deals. Yeah, they have deals with Facebook and, and um, Apple and then all, your content's in there and we'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, we have the resources to like remake our content and do all of these insane native ad our right. native news app platform systems. I can't talk today. Um, so like there, like we can do that. And then everything else will just be like, I don't know. You can like stick an RSS feed into Apple news, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. It's, and yeah. then, then there's Facebook and articles. So that's like me, right? Like I think the verge will be fine, but I think that other companies, smaller publishers that rely on, we're going to make great content with a bunch of friends and like glue in some ad code and that'll pay for everything. They're doomed. Okay. So that's that's where I want to get, because you are much more optimistic. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think there's a very valid argument that they will be doomed because of ad blocking. Um, I just don't know if the alternative is that they'll survive anyway. Like, if people don't <laughs> get ad blocking today, um, yeah. Facebook Instant Articles is still going to come along. And the web, and, and so if you, if you think that the web, like, to me, the web is like a usability nightmare. Like, every time I click a link, I get served some weird pop-up, and it's slow, and it just doesn't feel like the kind of environment that is like going to survive, going to successfully compete against something like Facebook Instant Articles or Apple right. News if it's better. So over time, it seems like inevitable that people will either migrate to those other platforms, um, or they'll stay with the web, and the web will be bad. And 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 like, I think, but where is the web bad for you? 
The web is bad on your phone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Right, the web is not bad on desktop. And I think this is, like, I wrote a piece um, a while ago that was, like, there are no apps on the desktop. Like, apps on desktop are not outside of, like, Photoshop, right? Like, yeah. major professional yeah, I mean, productivity Yeah, the web apps. is what you use on your desktop, right? Right, because the experience is really good. Right. And then on the phone, and, and this is kind of, like, my... This is what I'm worried about. I'm worried that Apple, because they have dominance in the phone, they're squeezing the web ever so tightly to get people onto their platform and under their control. But but do you disagree that the web is bad on your phone? Like it 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 feels like an experience that should be better. And everything we know about how people use, uh, you know, how people use digital ex- things is like they they like fast, right? Like right. And everything that's faster, even marginally faster, feels better if it feels more responsive. Responsive, more people use it, and it just doesn't seem like it. Clicking on a link and waiting you know, 10 seconds for the thing to load up and then like clicking three things before it loads up, uh, is going to be like a survivable environment. I don't know, future. man. I just went to the Apple event. You were at that Apple event. They're like, we, the new iPhone 6S has a desktop class processor and console class graphics and the fastest LTE that's ever been made. And the Wi-Fi will definitely run you over with speed. And like they're th- those, these phones are ultra power. They're more powerful than the PCs that ushered in the web revolution to begin with and much faster in terms you, of network I think speed. you have a screen size thing, thing though, right? Okay, you, that, that's fair. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, it, the pop-up covers like, th- you know, but 30% of the screen and then you have to like hit a small button to, to, to close it. And it's not like those, those pop-up ads on web pages are not like on terrible sites. They're on like the big reputable sites. Yeah. Um, but we're setting up a false dichotomy here, right? Either you have to go and live in Apple's proprietary garden or you have to live with, you know, terrible the web's stuff. terrible shit. Do you think there's a middle ground? Fix the web. How do you fix Or open up the, the so, Apple's thing. So like, that's that's my that's my argument about content blocking, like or ad blocking. Right. It's not called content <laughs> yeah, blocking. It's called ad blocking. Uh, <laughs> we should really I mean like we should if you're listening to this and you would like to write us a content blocker that blocks some other content. Yeah. If you want to block everything on the verge but the ads, like I would love to just see that product. Like right. yeah. what is that? I would pay like? you two ninety nine for that product, actually. Um but so I think that if a whole lot of people, maybe not all, because it would be bad if all, if mm-hmm. everyone adopted ad blocking, but if a whole bunch of people adopted um, ad blocking, I think it would force advertisers and big, other big people who, compl- who, who create this like publishing and mm-hmm. environment on the web to do better. Like, oh, there see, could be the standards. Incentive, the incentives aren't that clear cut because if, if more people are blocking ads, then the incentive is like, well, shit, we have fewer people. We need to ramp up how terrible yeah. the ads okay, are. So, and the second thing is, if if you're even if you're right that blocking more ads will incent uh, advertisers to clean up their act and finally serve nice ads, once someone turns on ad blocking, it's on and they don't right. go back. And so, like, like the, that's the problem with people. You know, we all know it's like you're you're part of the problem. Your ads suck. It's like, yeah, we're working on making it better, but. I kid you not, if we make our ads perfect and beautiful and fast, and they will never be, they'll never annoy you um, on the verge. Like we're still like like we fixed our house, but the neighborhood's still on right, fire. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a tragedy of the commons problem, right? You suffer because there's some other site out there that has low scruples and will run terrible ads. Right. People uh, turn on ad blocking because of that, and then even if you have great ads, but okay. So there are these companies that are marketing themselves to publishers to like circumvent ad blocking, and the way they do it is they serve ki- kinds of ads, you know, like serve through different protocols mm-hmm. that aren't mm-hmm. blocked by. Uh, ad blockers, like you could imagine that there is some kinds of, kind of like tech arms race. Maybe the publishers won't win that arms race, but 
that kind of get around the ad blockers with better ads. Um, well, no, so that's what I'm most worried about. Like, again, in the darkest timeline, which is where <laughs> I live, yeah. the way that you, like, ad blockers are pretty brutally simple product, yeah. right? They, it's they just block a, servers, right? Yeah, it's just a list of servers you don't want to load from. So, like, it doesn't matter where you load it from, right? Like, it's it just there. So, yeah. there, one way to do it is to move all the stuff onto the Verge's core CDN and then load it. From yeah, there. then it, it all looks like content. And yeah. all, it's all great content. But the, I think the real move... Um, it's something that's already happening in the industry because on desktop, ad blocking has been real and people have been dealing with it, which is to really start blending editorial and advertising and like doing it. I think like, for example, the verge is really big. And so our sales team sits in a different part of the office and we don't talk to them. And there's a native content group that makes that stuff. Yeah. And we don't really talk to them. Um, so that's fine. And the New York times has the same thing. And every big publisher has that. If you're a smaller site and Samsung's like, Hey, I mean, the Samsung's new software design is I mean, like two as crisp seconds. and refreshing as a Fresca. I just <laughs> that's going to be my review. Yeah. Right? yeah. Wait, is that an ad for Samsung or Fresca? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Which one is it? Well, it's funny because like two seconds we're going to do a Squarespace ad. Uh, <laughs> Squarespace is crisp and refreshing as a Fresca. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it's as well designed as a Samsung. Wait, is that a burn? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> what is that? What is real? What is what is fake? What is reality? Um, uh, no, but that, that's it, right? The And you see it right now on, like, for example, on YouTube, right? There's tons of, like, people on YouTube who have big audiences. They want to monetize it. They click the button, and Google will sell them some ads. But then on the side, they'll be like, I just got this phone for free or, um, you know, whatever. Like, the FTC had to crack down on mommy bloggers because they were right. all doing products for free. Like, you, you see how the money can flow into that seemingly editorial content, and you can't block that. You just absolutely can't. Right. Um, and that is, I think that's the danger, right? The money isn't going away. So, but it's still a danger for, it's still a danger mainly for small sites, right? And maybe the future, of, like, as, as, as sort of terrible as it sounds to say this, like, maybe there is going to be less room for the small sites than there right. was in the, in the, in the, and it, it's not like, it's not like publishing a small, like a small publishing empire was easy <laughs> in, in like the print era too. It's always been a difficult thing to like have right. a small publication. Um, and it may have been that we just had like a decade and a half of like the open web yeah. and then the web turns into something like TV. Like, like I think that's a plausible end for the, for the, for digital content. And you know, it will be terrible in some ways, but we also, I mean, there are sites like Buzzfeed that, pale for a lot of journalists yeah, and yeah. you know have native native content as ads and that is a plausible model for the future and it wouldn't be like the worst thing in the world yeah i mean the thing i keep and i think i've said this on the show a hundred times like i think the most interesting companies in media right now are buzzfeed vice and vox and like i happen to work at one of those so i think that's dope but the new york times also great new yeah Sound it works company, out <laughs> huge huge like but in terms of like being the innovative right. big digital companies i think those are the three um but buzzfeed's entire bet is on how do we learn how to make viral content and then sell that ability to advertisers Right. Uh, that looks exactly like BuzzFeed content. There's yeah. rarely a difference. Um, Casey Johnson, who we were just talking about, wrote a great piece, and it was like, the ultimate expression of this is a Friskies ad that BuzzFeed made that's basically yeah. indistinguishable from something else. With like 25 million views. Right. And, and so I would be okay if there if I would be okay if the future of uh, like journalism on the web was 
part of the journalistic enterprise is like a bunch of people who are essentially running like a creative ad agency, like yeah. are creating Frisky's ads. It's sort of like what TV does, right? Like, th- like uh, they're you know, TV has entertainment, and then they have, and then they fund a news operation. Like it works out. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's just I, I don't know. It's not what we think of as. It's not the like utopian like everyone publishes stuff and makes money vision of the web, like the Anil Dash vision of the web <laughs> from like fifteen years ago. But maybe that was a little bit optimistic. I don't know. I mean, like, here's here's what I worry about, and I, I think about this a lot. Like, um, Matt Iglesias wrote this on Vox, which was Apple got saved by the web browser, right? Yes. Like, the Apple yeah. Mac OS X would not have been a viable product if the web didn't explode in popularity and Apple spent all of its time desperately trying to make the experience of the web better on a Mac than it was yeah. on the PC, which is why they did Safari, and then they did Safari for Windows, which is crazy, and then they, like, turned that into their, their other business. Right. Um, and now Apple is in that Microsoft position. Yeah. And there's no, there's no other thing that looks like the web to help challenge that position, which I think is like, that's what scares me. It's not, it's not about, like, I just, I'm a believer, in, obviously, in, in like the open web, in the idea that there are no gatekeepers between human beings and each other because of this, this one piece of technology. And like, ugh. well, but when we say the open web, like, it's the open web that's controlled by Google. I mean, how is it controlled no. by Google? It's, it's well mon- monetized. It's monetized, it's monetized by, it's Google, monetized by Google. Okay, it's monetized by Google. So we're really talking about a platform that's run by Google. Like Google makes the browser that people use to access content that Google monetizes. Like it is Google's playground. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you know, it's open in the sense that like Google is not blocking any kind of content on the web. You can create a website and be completely free of Google in a way that you can't create an app and be completely free of Apple. Right. But if you want to start making money on this platform, like you're going to have to at some point go through Google or compete with them. And or and and they're in the way because they're making the browser like Or a bit like or you could I don't know, set up a paywall and have people pay. And there's like there are other ways to monetize the web than just Google. It's just Google is the most dominant ways to monetize the web. Whereas I think with Apple, there are very few ways to get on the iOS platform and play there unless you directly deal with Apple as a partner. Right. I mean, you have to go through their approval process and you have Mm -hmm. to, if you have content they don't like, you won't be allowed in the store. And right. It's, it's a, it's a, the the walls are higher in this garden. (laughs) Um, Okay. Kirsten, yeah, I, was, I, I, I feel question. like I should just let you hype check this yeah. entire well, situation. No, yeah, because you're, you're you're much younger than we are. Yeah, my main question is like, I just it seems like everyone's been talking about ad blockers today as if a hundred percent of people are going to turn them on, and like outside of this office, I don't know anyone who has an ad blocker. I think a hundred percent of people are going to turn them on. I would argue, <laughs> you really? I mean, or, I, or let's say, let's say at least forty to sixty. Here's I would, what I'll say. I'd, I'd say around fifty percent. Yeah. I think that it's too hard of a thing for normals to set up and if you just when get an breaks, app yeah but people said that about chrome yeah yeah the rates of desktop a, chrome ad blocking are like out of control yeah like it is a and it's easier thing. on mobile i think yeah. than chrome like no, like some a lot of people don't know about about add-ons for chrome everyone knows about getting apps and that's what you do like you just get you just it's as simple as getting an app the app shows you like which button to press to turn it on and yeah. then you do it yeah and but if you're these, not in tech you don't know like uh, nobody who's so not I, in uh, tech t- knows top, about this if, if if one of these ad blockers hangs out at the top of the most popular <laughs> app list for a while 
No, normal and, people don't and, open their app store every day. Like, that's true. The, uh, the average number of apps normal, on a phone is zero. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> if we're talking about normal people, but, honestly, but I, will say I think this. the setup's just going to be I will say this. I think most of the ad blockers I've used have a simpler interface than Candy Crush. Like Candy Crush is like a fucking Byzantine crazy ass. Like, yeah. what is going on? Like a clown yells at you so every so like what? Have you heard of Candy? I just I just started playing it. This is like where I am in life. Okay. There's a clown who yells at you in Candy Crush. No. Well, he's what? like a, it's not a clown. It's like a, it's a scary thing that I choose not I've to look never at directly. Like Candy Crush. It's, I, yeah, I mean, I don't it's do bejeweled, that. but right. with, okay. with right. screaming. I don't. It's like a very confusing. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> um, no, I think it's going to be the kind of thing where people are like a few. You know, early adopters will get it at first, but over time. You know, you'll meet someone and they'll be like, hey, why aren't you running ad blocking? Like my, I, you know, you pay for data. Your um, phone is like significantly faster. Like there's no downside to it to, right. to get it. Like, Yeah, and no, I think a lot of people, but I will say, and this is actually the funniest stat. Today of all days, when it's like everyone's turning it on, things rocketing up, our rates of ad blocking are lower than an average day today. So usually about 25% of the Verge's pages are ad blocked and today it's 20. And I actually don't know why. But I mean, it's probably, that's it. I wonder if people whitelisted you because like, you know, on desktop because they're, this conversation oh. has gone on. I think that'd be incredible. Yeah. People are like, I'm turning on my phone, but turning off my desktop. I mean, yeah. we are, we, we did recently change the verge so that, uh, ads load after the rest of the page. So like our total page load time hasn't gone down too much, but our time to like, you can scroll and look at the content is really fast now. Yeah. I mean, like I, I there's a hundred people on our product team at Vox Media, right? Like they are reading the stuff and they care about the, it's like yeah. they've been rapidly trying to make it better because they, they obviously care. Um, but it's just fine. I think this conversation is fascinating because uh, in many ways, this is the moment when I think the web goes from this like playground of innovation where all of the money is flowing into it because building stuff on the web lets you get access to everyone to kind of a what the hell is going to happen here google you better fix it and all of the money starts really flowing into the the apple yeah. ecosystem because yeah. that's where people are and that to me is and facebook quite on, like facebook is basically the answer for all the small publishers we're talking about yeah facebook's right. going to show up and say you can pay us for placement or use instant articles or buy promoted facebook they're going to they're going to make a product that says we're going to save you i'm going back to gopher <laughs> the web is the web is over uh, and on that terrible note let's talk about building websites together <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> Squarespace. Building a website can be tough and potentially uh, doom you to a life of pain and poverty. But if you don't, if you, even if you know your way around coding, it's going to be hard. But if you want to just make something that looks good and works well, uh, you should use Squarespace. Whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else, in this day and age, you probably need a website for at least a little bit longer. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides powerful, simple, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of skill level, no coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your website with, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And you know you can trust in Squarespace for your website when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them, too. I'm supposed to read a personal anecdote here, but I think... What I want to say in this moment is please, please use Squarespace. Please use the web. Like, save the web <laughs> by using Squarespace because you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. You get 24-7 online support. You get a beautiful website for only dollars a month. You can get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So what are you waiting for except your own sense of impending doom and misery? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building a website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, please use the offer code VERGE. Get 10% off your first purchase. Show your support for this show, The VergeCast. 
uh, which I pray you're still listening to, regardless of the chaoticness of this advertisement. And I would like to thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, Squarespace. build it beautiful. That was it. I did it. I got through an ad. Very, uh, very I mean, good uh, job. Kind of stumbled through it a bit. All right. So this is the thing I want to do. So we we talked about ad blocking. There is a world in which the world everything gets better, and I think there's a world in which we move off platforms. Well, left remains to be seen. But I think that the more interesting thing to do, because Farhad is here, is just sort of do State of the Union. All right. So You don't want to talk about Amazon's brand new six-pack of $50 tablets that you can buy? I'll just take a nap over here. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Hype check the Amazon tablets. One. Like, I don't really? like, actually, no. Okay, they're 50 that's, bucks and no. they're not okay, the worst thing ever I'll made. Say. Okay, here's what I'll say. Okay, fine. I'll give them a five because they'll give you like a six pack of them, which is cool. Okay. I'm like into, I'm actually into the idea that like for schools, that'll be really helpful. It's, like, it, I mean, it's the Amazon tablets aren't like fantastic, but it's just, they're good enough. Yeah. Um, for a lot of things, like I have two kids, like they, I don't want to. Are you going to buy the kids tablet? Um, I think I just will buy the normal one. Yeah, right. <laughs> but. I mean, I won't buy any because, like, we actually our whole house is flooded with tablets. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, for people who need tablets, like, this is a good one to get. I mean, it's cheap. What's why wouldn't you get a fifty dollars tablet? I feel like uh, because the only well, you buy a fifty dollars tablet, uh, and the only thing it'll be capable of doing is playing Amazon Video that you downloaded. Right? I mean, like, a machine that's to watch. worth it, right? Oh, and no, I mean, it it does like Netflix and stuff. Do your headphones work? Yeah, yeah, mine. Hmm. But my headphones are stuff working. Would, anyway, you like, would you like mine? Keep arguing my tablets. I'll just, I'm just going to wing it. Who knows what I'm listening to now? All right. Now I'm just listening to Apple Music. Can you realize <laughs> you can't hear it? I told you we were going to argue about Apple Music. <laughs> no, I can definitely, I can definitely hear you. Okay. Um, but we great. My headphones are working again. Um, um, but yeah, but of course your house is full. I have like Nexus 7s like just falling out of the woodwork in my house. Yeah. Like, but That's weird. if you don't, if like, you have children, yes. like I- this is what you give to children to break. Yeah, right. I mean, right. It, it's like you're not going to give them the $250 t- uh, or, I mean, the $399 iPad. Um, why would you? And, like, they're not running, like, sophisticated stuff, right? right. They're running apps that you can get on on the Amazon tablet. Right. And they're they're running Netflix. They're running Netflix and, like, Amazon videos or, like, the tiniest, stupidest games, which are also available. Like, <laughs> Your poor kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, like, this game is garbage. <laughs> well, it's Android, so... It's full of ads and weird stuff that's tracking them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no ad block in Android right. games. Um, well, so, that, so let's, let's just start with Amazon, right? Yeah. Give me, give me the quick what's up with Amazon in your estimation right now. Um, I think they're doing really well. Like, yeah? Okay, so the the device stuff they like stumbled a little. I mean, they stumbled in a big way with the phone. Um, the device strategy, I'm still trying to figure out. Like their right. their idea is to send out a bunch of cheap stuff, um, and then you'll get Amazon content through it. But otherwise, like their their entire um, e commerce business is like amazing. I, right. I I suspected that they would be uh, they would have trouble competing with like on demand companies, like companies like Instacart and. Uh, like Uber, if it ever gets into logistics and stuff, but because you know those companies have the advantage of they can get you stuff, and they're routing people through smartphones, and they can get you stuff faster, and like have perhaps wider selection from like your local area. Amazon seems to be competing with them. Okay, uh, you know they're building out their own like on-demand infrastructure, right? Um, and and they're doing drones, right? And they're they're, they're yeah, they're doing drones. Yeah. That's the long-term path, but. Um, also like their media stuff seems to be going fine. Like it's a smart business to 
spend a hundred million dollars or whatever on to create some TV shows, but then mm-hmm. give those TV shows away because you can like copy them infinitely. So it's like a free gift to someone who subscribes to Prime. And so it seems like a bonus for you when you get Prime and then Prime makes you buy a bunch of stuff there. It's like a very smart strategy. Right. I like I don't know anyone I don't like if you're in a certain demographic and like can afford to shop at Amazon all the time, that's like the kind of shopper you are, like it's become like the most attractive place to, to shop. And right. Didn't Amazon also just make it so that you can download their shows locally? Yeah. yeah. That for me is like, that is cool. That's, I, and that's like something Netflix, that... copy that, please. Well, that's something that... I mean, I, I wonder if Netflix, if why they would do that. They're like, they, like, I guess they said they're not going to do it soon because it's like infrastructure, like mm-hmm. it's more difficult and stuff. But but Amazon doesn't care, right? Like they, they just are giving away the content as like a token for... for right. Like well, I, I think it's really interesting about... Um, just like what prime is for, for Amazon, like the whole, the number of services that it now encompasses. Now the Washington post. Huh? Yeah. The Washington, yeah. You the Washington, Washington post. post. Uh, I, I think that it's just really to, I think the idea is that if you're paying for prime, you're definitely going to buy everything from Amazon. Yeah. So if they can just keep making prime more and more attractive to you. Yeah. But this thing you're saying about their hardware efforts failing I mean, the phone, did you see this? The Fire Phone team went to Google to work yeah. on Glass. Yeah. yeah. That's just, which sounds insane wait, to me. The what? tornado of when sadness. When was that? Huh? Uh, when it was, was like that? A, a week or last week, yeah. Yeah. The, the Fire Phone team. That well, Lab, 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 well, Lab, 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 Lab 26. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's going to go well. Uh, yeah. It went to, um, they, they all just went, and who knows what they're going to do there. But it's so, going to go great. Well, the glass is going to have four Project cameras. <laughs> it's going to track you in space and give you a headache even more. But so the, the phone was like an, a departure for their whole product strategy, right? Like their, their idea in the past was to create like stripped down hardware to serve you content at yep. a good price. Like that was the whole, the Kindle was expensive, but then it got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to the point that we're like, you're crazy not to buy a Kindle because everything about it was yeah. cheaper. Um, and that is also their tablet strategy. And cons- like arguably cheap tablets have threatened the iPad. Like, right. And the iPad, uh, I mean, it, it's like, it, it would have been a dominant computing platform that something a, a whole bunch of people would have bought and I, Apple would have made a lot of profit on if it wasn't for cheap tablets. And Amazon was at the forefront of cheap tablets. Do you think it? Uh, well, when was the last time you bought? Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you bought a new TV? Oh, a long time ago. Like right. So I think iPads are just televisions. Like they're fundamentally they're on that you cycle. You think they're like right? Okay. Wait, right. You buy one. You buy. You watch a ton of video on it. Uh, you maybe like play some bad games. So like really, there's no reason to get. Like it's a, a video consumption device. Yeah, I totally. Agree. So you don't need like the next version because yeah. you're just going to watch Netflix right. on it anyway. Yeah. Right. No uh, one needs like. All of my friends that have, like, I have a few friends that have the original iPad, and now is the first time that they've ever considered getting a new so one. So I think, I mean, because it, it's gigantic. Yeah, well, and because it's the new iPad Pro, and they can do the whole So it's like, stuff. it's like a five year replacement cycle. I mean, that, yeah. that makes sense. Like, it, it, it's, it's sort of on the, I mean, it's where PCs are too, right? Like, you don't, you don't really, like, unless you're like a professional who works with a, a computer, like, my parents haven't bought a PC in the past five years. And yeah. like, you get one when, like, the next thing is, like, substantially better. Right. And your old one is like breaking down. Right. I, I mean, I think the, this iPad Pro thing is really interesting because it's, I think the biggest threat to Apple is that they, they didn't aggressively try to cannibalize the Mac with the iPad. 
So they're just rolling out multitasking. They're just rolling out split screen. They're just rolling out a proper keyboard situation. They're, ju- they're starting to make proper. it. Huh? I wouldn't call that keyboard proper. But do you think? No, um, I think I think they made the the weird surfacey looking keyboard with the. I mean, I did. They, they made the it junky on purpose so that third party people would make something good. Well, they just needed to make the connector. I think everyone right. will end up buying the Logitech one. I'll buy anything <laughs> other than the one Apple made. Yeah, <laughs> Apple made is real bad. And Tom Warren. I don't know if you've seen Tom Warren just like rage tweeting about how ugly it is compared to the surface one um no like but they didn't do that right like they didn't they they're only just now saying how do we make the ipad a true laptop replacement i think there's a legitimate argument that that multitasking on an ipad like the that the ui would have been bad and they needed to figure out they need to get processors fast enough that they could like run multiple apps at the same time. It, and processors maybe, but like the UI is not complicated. You swipe over. It's like like Samsung screwed up their first stuff and it was overly complicated. But the UI now is like it's the obvious thing. You swipe it over. Like the thing that bugs me more than like you know waiting for so long is that it's still not truly multitasking to me. Like if I'm going to make the iPad pro my computer, like mm-hmm. I believe it has the power to do everything that this tiny little new MacBook is doing. Right. Right. Uh, but what it can't do is let me have three apps going at the same time. And like windows, like windows are useful. I like windows. Yeah, but okay. No, I, it I agree. Have to but, be windows, but windows, but are, use, to be windows to... are useful. Like when you're working, right? Like right. I think they fundamentally, I think they don't think of maybe the, the iPad pro, but until now, I don't think they thought of the iPad as like a working machine. Yeah. They claimed that no, they, they did. They said that they yeah, did. Yeah. They're all running the around being like, this is for creativity, but, but they're, but they're, but, but the way they built it suggests that they did. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that was their whole strategy, right? Like I, I, they were just like, like, this is not for just for consumption. And like what killed them was it was just for consumption. Yeah. Uh, it seems like we should just start talking about Apple because that's we were talking about Amazon. We're already there. Right? You're already talking about uh, Apple. I mean, yeah. it's why aren't we always talking about Apple? Hype check Amazon. Everything we just talked about. No, no, or Amazon oh. in life, in your life. Like a, I don't. That's a lot. Yeah, because that's, that's a lot. Hype that's check's like a big job. Their work. That's their workplace <laughs> conditions. Welcome to the but desk, also like, No, not their workplace conditions. I mean, no, you don't have I to mean, be that. That's <laughs> kind of a part expensive. of the state of their. Not company. what they're doing to the economy. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. Wait, uh, are Apple's Chinese workplace conditions part of their story too? Or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like are. who knows what it's like at the TP Link factory yeah. where they're Amazon is like, where they're making Amazon the OnHub like router a, for like Google. Like a seven, Amazon does some things that are amazing. Amazon, Amazon does World some of things. No Wait, we can't leave. We can't leave the Amazon conversation without talking about the Echo because oh, yeah. that's oh, my. Oh yeah, you're all about the Echo. It's the best you? thing ever. Yeah, it's, it's great. My I love favorite. I listen to my Echo all day today. Um, I think I think that is the future of computers. I like to talking spend, to things in your house. Yeah. It, it and like that machine, if it connected to like every like if it controlled my lights and controlled my TV, but it could also understand things like, uh, you know, I tell it to do something and remind me tomorrow, but also add stuff to lists. If it was just like the computer in my house that I could talk to, like the Star Trek computer, yeah, yeah. um, I think that would be amazing. I think the Echo is a brilliant hardware product connected to a pretty Sub-bar bad software, software yeah. service. Yeah. I have to spend like all day Saturday figuring out music on my Echo because mm-hmm. I'm like. Echo, play me some music. And they're like, okay. And then like one good song, where'd that song come from? And oh, the playlist. I said and something like, I, I thought uh, was completely, I said, two, well, I said one thing that worked, which was, it, I said, play some music. And I was like, I'm playing you this, play- I picked a random prime playlist. I'm playing it for you. And I was like, three songs. I was like, it was pretty good. I was like, Echo, I, Alexa, I like this playlist. And, and she was like, that's great. I marked it down. And like three days later, I was like, 
Alexa, play that playlist I like. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, this is the simplest interaction. There's one starred playlist in this whole system for you. And like that's the, the hardware that's brilliant is like the directional microphone yeah. and the light that follows you. And like the whole hardware design is brilliant. It's really fast too. It responds yeah. in like, it's faster than Siri. Like right. you, you say, uh, Alexa and it like instantly responds in a way that feels like a little bit freaky. Cause you're yeah. not used to computers being that quick and like, um, right. And the other thing is, is it they they're updating it really quickly. Like it keeps getting better, kind of silently in the background. And I and you, like I I use it a lot for kitchen timers. Yeah, and that's all almost all I use it for. <laughs> the other <now>. day, <laughs> like a couple weeks ago, I noticed that it could do multiple timers at the same time. Oh, yeah. oh really? And and it was just. But there. they all have the same alarm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you set them pretty close, like if you're like cooking a bunch of stuff, and right. you're like I want one at five minutes and two minutes, so you're like set another one for ten minutes. So like, you don't what? know which one. What is, is ringing? Right. <laughs> but I bet the next time we try it, like it, they'll change that. Like it's cool that it just updates you. There's Can, no like have interface you tried, to like, update. Hey Alexa, say hey pizza to me in ten minutes. No, no. Maybe that could work. Um, and then she I just will, say hey pizza. To I will me. say that it is so sensitive that uh, there were when they do ads on television. Yeah, yeah. It, it's constantly responding. I know. So that I think is one of the most interesting Amazon products that exists. Yeah, and I think they got there. Got in the midst of all of their hardware turmoil and leaving people, right. letting people go. Right. They got to a very simple idea, but a very disruptive idea way before everybody else. Right. I, I mean, it's surprising that Google didn't do that. Yeah. Um, or Apple. I mean, it's, it, it's not the kind of thing that Apple would do because it's like too unusual. <laughs> it's like a little <laughs> bit a bizarre. Burn. That's a little bit of a little bit of a burn. I mean, Apple's product like future seems fairly predictable, right? Like yeah. even the watch wasn't like a huge surprise. Mm -hmm. um, this was like a out of left field product. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny because that you know, we were just joking with the OnHub, and everyone's like, "Why isn't the OnHub in all?" I think you tweeted about this too. You're like, "Why is yeah, the yeah, on? yeah?" But I think it's just because they're both cylinders, and <laughs> that's instinct, why you think the about instinct it. is to say, "Like, well, that's a cylinder. Why doesn't it do the thing that?" But the router like sits away. In that's your possible, house, uh, right? Like, I, well, it's it's designed to not sit away. It's designed to sit in the center. That's why they made it. The but it doesn't. Like it cylinder. has to sit near your cable connection. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, which I bought a huge giant <laughs> Ethernet cable so I could move mine to the house. <laughs> yeah. No. I just like the 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 Echo is like it's just sitting in my kitchen. It's right. like plugged in. Yeah. But you, so I mean, I should set my Echo next to my OnHub and just have them be like friends. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so confusing. <laughs> it seems if the Echo idea catches on, if like home automation catches on. You would imagine that that kind of thing would be built into um, set-top boxes, right? Like, like into the Apple TV, or yeah. I think Amazon's new Fire TV thing has Alexa in it, right? Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Right. So I don't want to leave my TV on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I get the weird sense that Apple with the Apple TV wants you to leave your TV on. Hmm. Like, it's not like I they didn't they say do. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they built in it has like the screensavers that are like super gorgeous in my opinion, yeah. but like. They do definitely want you to leave your set-top box on. So. Yeah, it's just really strange. It's like, I don't... That's like a dream. Like That's like an early 2000s dream of what houses would look like. Like, you would walk in and all the screens would be on showing you paintings. So maybe really? the... And then I you would know. type, I, and then you would like speak, and all they would all light up. No, but you could imagine that, like, the TV could have the screen off, but the audio on. Like, and so it, it responds <laughs> like, oh, like Alexa. Hi. So you definitely don't know that it's tracking yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. I don't know that that idea died in the early 2000s. Because, like, all of my friends, every time I go to a party with, like, 20-somethings, every, like, TV has some kind of video or some kind of, like, 
thing muted playing mm-hmm. and then there's music playing like for the party yeah so like people will do like the like moving art stuff on netflix or they'll find like slow-mo videos on youtube like the idea of having a moving art or like moving tv i think is you know, totally popular that idea is cool no you're right but i generation. meant the like it's like a very back to the future too where you like I, you walk in and you're like what's going on and your boss is like you're fired and all your fax machines explode <laughs> <laughs> like that idea where the, the screens are just on in your house all the time Isn't like, this like you're what? not there and they're still on is crazy yeah, i mean crazy. uh do you guys remember the stories about like bill gates's new house like remember you know like in like the 90s where he he had all this art, but it was like digital art on like big TV screens that were around his new yeah, house. Yeah, like now yeah. it's like a normal thing. Like, yeah. like I imagine that in the future we'll just have like LCDs everywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah but will they still be LCDs or will whatever? They be projectors. Like, very. Let's we should. No, that's that's a, like a particularly Microsoft dream that everything yeah. will be a projector and a touch surface. <laughs> yeah, we should do a supercut of like all the Microsoft Home of the Future keynotes from CES. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yes. Put them all yes, together yes, so please. into one giant house. <laughs> Because um, you could do it all now, all the stuff they promised. And their vision was that you would have a, a Windows PC in your basement just, like, handling it for you. Yeah. Which seems not maybe what <laughs> Like, next to my water heater? Like yeah. What yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like a thing. HP actually made the one home of these things. It was the home yeah. server. Yeah. yeah, it was like a giant tower. Oh, yeah, you know, no, this, this is like a thing. No. Like, the, the goal, what? Microsoft's goal was that you would have basically a mainframe in your basement in a, in a cabinet next to your fuse so. box or something and your cable would plug into it and your power would club, plug into it how long ago was this like this is like, like seriously like 2006 okay. like yeah. the day like before the iPhone just came like out makes this the dumbest sounding thing no no ever. seriously like well cloud, it's like cloud computing kind of happened because the phone was so much less powerful than these like mainframe PCs right so like literally the day before the iPhone came out Apple, Microsoft was like what about a mainframe for your basement with like four cable card tuners and like 50 like it was ridiculous and all of that, like Windows, Media Center, all that stuff, is they're peeling it all out. out. Yeah. They're, yeah. All, they're yeah. peeling it entirely out of Windows because nobody wants that stuff anymore. Um, because Man, instead of I cables, we have Wi-Fi connections to cloud services. Huh? I want that. I want that server in my basement. I want a basement first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss basement. having a basement. Do you have a basement? No. Oh, no, it's California. not a California thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in my in like in California, you'd have like a shed with like a right. Microsoft. Right. We, yeah. we gotta get your Microsoft shed. That should be Ooh. your next column for the time. <laughs> yeah. Build. You should just build a, a, like a future home of the '90s now, because all that stuff has got to be up super lying cheap. Around. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. gotta be available. You know, CNET just bought a house. Oh, did yeah. you like, in, like in Kentucky or something? Wow. Yeah, they bought a warehouse. Yeah. They have a warehouse full of washing machines, and yeah. they just bought a house. A Why? giant. What's house. the washing machine? Because CNET like. Internet you know, of things. Because they just review things. everything. Oh, I see. Oh, so they want like a. So they, they literally have a, like a warehouse to test appliances is in the middle of the country. And they just like literally put up a post. It's like, we bought a house. And it's like, you're just going to change the door locks <laughs> on this house like every week. Like, <laughs> that's going to be awful. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, okay, I've got to read this thing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the cloud, ah! <laughs> Software builds a cloud built for results. Your business applications and computational workflows are unique, so you deserve cloud resources that meet your specific needs. Software is one of the only cloud providers that provisions dedicated servers and virtual servers, otherwise known as public cloud, from a single seamless platform. All that's on demand, all that's connected to the same open API, all that is connected to a global private network. And if your shit's crazy, you can scale your workloads up and down quickly and have ample space for your storage incentive tasks. Think about that, Dieter Bound. Yeah. Software is an IBM company. In fact, IBM uses Software as its cloud infrastructure foundation for all IBM cloud products and services. So even if you're not looking for infrastructure, you can benefit from Software because you can just use IBM stuff and you get Software in the background. It's like buying a Toyota. Yeah. They're all Toyotas underneath. You get the benefits of all Toyota resources. I know what that means. 
all of our listeners have the opportunity to get $500 worth of cloud infrastructure by visiting softlayer.com slash podcast. You can order bare metal servers. You can put a mainframe frame in your basement. You can get a virtual server. You can get storage, networking. You can get security services. There's 24 data centers around the world. All of the services and services are connected to Softwire's unique network of networks, which separates public, private, and management traffic, ensuring that your traffic uh, travels more efficiently. So you can automate and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API, or you can just use the Softwire customer portal. Visit softlayer.com slash podcast to get started with your $500 off of server, server, storage, network, and security on a cloud built for results from Softlayer. Mainframe, Farhad's basement. Yeah, okay. Connected, next thing. connected to this cloud. Think about it. All right. That's not, that's not so great. Okay, okay. so we vaguely we're, talked. We're, it's time for Microsoft. We're already we like should, halfway there. Yeah, I feel like we're weaving Apple in and out of this. So yeah. we should, let's do Google, Microsoft, and then Apple. Okay, Google. Google. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Google seems in ev- everywhere and competing with everything, um, and their future looks a little bit. I mean, if we're talking, if if you know, our earlier conversation was about the web, right? Like, if the web goes away, like Google is screwed, right? Like, right. it's hard to imagine. Like, they make all of their money from this platform, um, and then and then search, right? Like, if search moves to something like the the OS layer on your phone, that's terrible for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, iOS users are the most valuable users. Um, they're the ones that advertisers want. And so if you can start searching for stuff, I mean, their saving grace is that Apple doesn't seem very good at this. Uh, <laughs> well, they offloaded it to Bing, right? And yeah. Then... So they offloaded it to Bing, but even like the, the like predictive stuff in the new iOS is not very good and sophisticated yeah. there is one thing that's incredible what? which is in the recent call list if you get a call from a phone number that's not in your contacts it will have already searched through all your email yeah that's great and it'll make a guess at who it is yeah i've noticed that it's um crazy that's wait, crazy you don't well you don't like the suggestions like if you scroll left on your home screen and they're, get the series they're suggestions? the worst oh really they're awesome for me what well, i mean do you the, use these the, those giant round icons for like yeah. coffee shops you'll I never could, go to oh no gas not stations. those not those <laughs> like it's like, that they show wait, me the I, last i live in new york i do not need gas no no no, no. I, it's I don't not need about gas. that you're it's saying about, the last apps it's about no it's well wait, it's about the last apps but it's also about if you scroll over the like top section is like the four last people that you dealt with in any kind of like messaging or anything. Yeah. So that's for not, me, that, that, they that's had that super in valuable. multitasking before. They just moved it to a different yeah, screen. Yeah, but this is faster and easier for me to get to, and it's right where I go when I go to search for like. I mean, app. but that's not at all like predictive or anything. It's not intelligent. It's just like the last people we talked to. Yeah, but I mean, that is looking at data and well, then showing me something that I think I might in want. In theory, so that, it, is that list will bit. change depending on time of day. One so, of yeah, Siri, yeah. one of yeah. Siri's suggestions for me in that list of contacts is myself. <laughs> Why do you have yourself in your phone? I don't know. Why, don't Why you? are you texting Everybody, yourself? That used to be a thing. You'd always keep yourself in your phone so that you could like. No, it's not even that. Has anyone it's ever a, actually yeah. done that? No, it's, 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 it's literally it via IR. email address. Line up your phones and then beam it over. Nilai.patel at SBNation.com, which is an email address I received in 2011 <laughs> from this company when it was called. I don't know why that's there. I, I haven't like interacted. That's weird, yeah. My email address doesn't even exist. I don't know. They're Siri just me. wants to remind me of the good old days. Like, that's what, <laughs> that's what Siri's after right now. It's like, remember, you were well, young. That's what Facebook does. You, had, oh. you were idealistic. <laughs> um, no, I, will, but- I will say that, like, I don't need to get gas. Right. But there right. are times that you do... <sighs> No, but it should know those times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you moving in a car? Right. Um, I should be able to. Actually, I should, should be able, able to know if you're moving in a car. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. phones can tell that, right? I mean, I I think, but like, it, 
you know, if <coughs> search in the like people were holding it up. What do you, what happened? I just heard a noise. Oh. Someone's phone that notifications phone. have been on the entire time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's me. That's um, who I am. You know, that. search in iOS, like a bunch when they when they um, unveiled it at WWDC, a bunch of people were saying like this is going to be a Google killer. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a Google killer, no. uh, but you know, if they improve it to a certain extent, it could be bad for Google. Right. Um, what do you think of the Google Alphabet situation? I, I I don't know. I thought it, it I thought it was a big deal at the time, but then the more I think about it, the more I wonder if it's just like a formalization of like a structure that had already been in yeah. place and yeah. and may not change anything. Um, I mean, I guess since then they've done some things like they hired a new person for, for the car project and the, it looks like the car project will become a bigger thing. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll allow those other projects to become, you know, to become products in a way that maybe they've been hampered at some point, but right. it doesn't seem like it's going to change like the fundamental, like the fundamental thing they need to do that they've been trying to do for a while is to come up with a thing to pay for stuff after search goes away. Right. Um, or, you know, alongside it, some new b- huge business. Um, and you know, they, they have time, but it, it's not clear if like the, any of these other things is going to be, uh, you know, a, like the blockbuster for them. Right. I mean, I don't think search is going away. And I think this is kind of what you're getting to, right? Like the app based search or the home screen based search, the OS layer search, it's got to get, that's a, like, to compete with Google. It's got to be as good as Google. It can't just be slightly more convenient because everybody knows to just, press that safari icon or like yeah, but, open a google app and get there but uh, so a lot of the searches i do are like navigation searches right like mm-hmm. and if i so if i do a lot of navigation searches that's already gone because i'm just like loading up apps mm-hmm. um if i'm doing like research searches like like let's say i want to like find movie times and stuff like those aren't hard searches to do and apple could do them and then you could imagine like a whole bunch of like intelligent automated stuff moving toward like things like echo or siri right. um like s- searches that you used to do on your computer like like you, you may have like looked up your doctor to make an appointment or something mm-hmm. and then now you can just like tell some smart assistant to do it or something like that like I-, I imagine that we'll get to a future where like ai and will be so good that we will have to search less yeah, and but that's Google's feature. Right? I mean, that's may, like it that was be. Google now no, for a minute, right? No, I think I think Google is like well positioned to do that. But there are all these other like they have to compete with Apple for this. Right. Do you they think Google to, now should give Google now a name? Everybody else, or like does Siri I totally and feel like it needs a name. Uh, Why well, do you think the name should? I be? Think you it mean needs like a, a personality? I think it needs a yeah. personality name because if you think about all the other ones, they're it's trying to simulate you dealing with like a personal assistant yeah. or you dealing with another person, and it's going to make you more willing to like. It's weird to say empathize with like an AI, but it's going to make you more willing to kind of accept that as a personality if yeah. it has a name. Like right. I wish it had a name because I like Google now; it's my favorite one to use. But yeah. I wish I could just be like, hey. Greg it should, it should be Alfred. Greg. It should be Alfred. Greg is the worst Batman's name. Greg. Greg is like, it should be Batman's Greg. Butler Greg is like really good. I just like, named it. In like a Greg. particularly <laughs> like very Well, it has to like, be like ungendered, right? Like it, it can't be a well, male I, no, or a female. I think it should it be male. Oh, no. It, it has to totally be gendered. Oh, really? Yeah. Because there's already two women. Has there ever been a... No, that's not true. You can turn Surrey into a boy. Yeah. You can turn it British. You can have a British boy Surrey. Here's my question. And it's just a real question. Maybe you don't have to answer it now. Just think about, it. has there ever been a threatening Greg? Because <laughs> no. you need a non-threatening name. When like, has there Greg, ever been a threatening Greg? I just, I just, I'm just asking. Tweet I'm me mean, a threatening like, Greg. I, I'm, I'm sure there must Greg's. have been a serial killer named Greg. <laughs> 
threatening. He's like, I, I'll show you. Yeah, I am threatening. You're like letting him in your house because he's being threatening. Greg Jennings. Who? Yeah, yeah. He was, he's not that threatening. But he's just a football player. Yeah. Like it's fine. Like of course, it's, Greg, the, yeah. There's no Greg the Terrible. We used to have mm-hmm. an accountant here named Greg. <laughs> he was vaguely threatening because he controlled my expense reports. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so we should do very quickly. You have like two minutes left with us. Apple, just give us again. Well, no, we we, kinda, we talked we, about Apple. We just did we did iPad so, in the context so, of Amazon. I mean, Apple's easy. Like Apple's future is the iPhone, and there's nothing gonna nothing is gonna. Do you think Google? Here's what. Here's my question, the real question. If the web starts dying, do you think Google should just make a phone? Like, not do this Nexus garbage, but just, like, make its own phone and say, like, this is the Google phone. Buy this one instead of the Apple phone. Because right now they're just dancing. Right? They're waiting for Samsung to do it for them, and Samsung yeah. isn't going to do it for them. Well, yeah, I mean, not going to do it well. And, like, Google no. should, like, the Chromebooks are, like, a hilarious joke. Like, the, the move, the obvious move for Google is to say, like, we're making our own operating system that runs on our phone and our PC. Do you think Google can make a, a hardware-software combination that can compete with the iPhone? Like, do you think that it could be, you know, like, because, I, so, I, I think they can make something that's good enough, but at this point, there are so many people who are, st- like, entrenched in the iOS ecosystem, and Apple's future is to, like, make that ecosystem better and better and, like, harder to go away from, that it would take a lot to get people away from that whole ecosystem into a new thing. Um, I mean, Google's ecosystem is the only sort of competitor there is to, to, yeah. to Apple, but it's still, like, if you live in an yeah, iOS... A bunch of Microsoft people are tweeting at you right now. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> even, if, even if you accept that you can't convert the, the current Apple people because they're going to be too solid to Apple, there's still plenty of room to, like, get new customers and, like, other areas. I like, feel like... They could do it. I feel like the smartphone wars are over and Apple has won. And but, they, they, but they didn't, though. They, they have, have less market share. share. Right. Yeah, they have. But, I understand that they make more profit. That doesn't matter. Like, they, they have the, the reason mean, that matters, we talk, the reason well, that we, the reason we think about, It like, matters if you're talking about Apple wait, stock, but otherwise problem. it doesn't matter. Like, the reason right. we worry about, like, content blocking on iOS is because, like, all of the business of entire digital economy occurs on this one device. Like, these are the most valuable people. Mm-hmm. And, you, there is a future in which all those people who are running $50 Android phones, like, become the future of the tech industry and, like, become valuable and, like, you want to sell them stuff. But I don't, I don't really, I think those people are going to graduate to iPhones. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that economy, like, it's really hard to pull away from the, from iOS once you're in it. Like, that's what the whole Apple TV is for. That's what, like, um, perhaps what the watch is for, if it, like, becomes a thing that people want. Like, it's just going to tie you further and further into the super, super profitable device for them. And they don't need to get everyone. I mean, they just need to get like the, the wealthy 30% of the pot. I just think that there are, there are plenty of people who would, who it's like a, it's like a new thing syndrome, right? Like people just want new stuff. Yeah. And I think there's plenty of people who would take a very serious look at a real, like high end, Google phone or a really high end like Google laptop that could do more than just I, run Chrome. But I don't I don't even know how do you improve upon a smartphone to this point that like you're willing to switch? Like smartphones are smartphones. Like they do things people really switch well. all the time. Yeah, well, no, people, I don't think people switch. Oh, people Google switch switches all phones every time. Or Google, I just call Dieter Google. <laughs> wow. No, and we're done. That's the, it. That's our show, yeah. everybody. That has been the Ivy Live Hotel. This is Google. <laughs> My hot nacho is here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we, are we really done? Google, do you have anything to say? Oh, my God. I, By the way, yeah. that's what they should name Google now, Dieter. They should yeah, use that would be switch. great. Dieter would be good. 
I know everyone would call it Dieter. But there is, by the way, there have in history been threatening Dieters. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Threatening Gregs? No one's provided. But maybe that's maybe Caitlin that's just the thing. provided you. With no, the it's that's a it's a bunny. Wait, Come on. Greg the bunny? Yeah, no, it's literally a bunny. Not threatening. No. All right. Uh, do you want to take us? Uh, take us home. I would love to take us home, uh, but I have to find the home taking oh my God. Uh, information. All right, here. No, you got Are it. Are you doing the engagements? Did you just want me to it. do them. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, before I take Farhad, this home, I don't know if you know this, we are terrible at starting and ending the show. We're worse at <laughs> okay. ending the show. The middle's great. And the middle, the middle <laughs> is mediocre as well. The middle is the middle. <laughs> uh, and also our, our podcast producer, Jorge, is incredibly aggressive. All right, all right, end the show, end the show. I can't end the show because I have one oh, wait, more ad to do. Okay, while well, you're doing, no, that comes at the very end. Okay. At the very end. I think wait, we're wrong. you need two sentences about Microsoft real quick. What are they? Oh, uh, Dropbox. I don't just even know. Froze my computer. They're, Microsoft. <laughs> I don't even know. Could do really well if people paid attention to them. Uh, I don't know. Hololens looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But man, if you want, it's that they they have like a Microsoft has a real insecurity issue right now. Yeah. All right. If you want to follow us on Twitter, there are a few places you can do it. The most obvious place is at Verge. But did you know that there's an account called at Verge Cars, which is all about Verge transportation? It's true. It's the truth. You should follow it, too. We're also on Snapchat. You can see Kirsten do uh, crazy hijinks there. That is the real Verge. And, of course, uh, we are also on iTunes. If you go to iTunes.com slash The Verge, you will find us. You'll find a link to go give us five stars, which obviously you should do. You'll also find a couple other podcasts that we make here, including Verge ESP, What's Tech, and I don't want to give away. anything away, but, but we're there might be another one. Next week. Yeah. It's going to be something. It's going to be something. Yeah, You're really, real. really, really going to want to listen to it. <laughs> like, really, really. <laughs> Maybe. Like, totally, <laughs> really. Like, if you're the sort of person that wa- routinely wastes an hour listening to this show, yeah. I think you're going to be really into that show. But if you're the sort of person, I don't know, that um, that's not listening that's to the show right now, that's not listening to the show, then, then find those people individually and make them listen to that on show. On Twitter, I am Backlon Neil as Reckless for how does F Manju? That's right. Sweet. Kirsten yeah, is Kirsten and I'm Fresina. At Kirsten Fresina. Yeah. It's oh, you get the at. The rest luck. of us don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Wait, wait. Bye. I got to read Bye. one more. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Oh. Uh, and we just like to thank Braintree. This episode of Vergecast was brought to us by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app, searching for a simple payment solution, just please try Braintree. One simple integration. You can offer your customers every way they want to pay, like literally everything. Have you seen their billboards? It's like out of control. Just a list of other payment methods. So learn more and get your first 50,000 transactions fee-free. Go to braintreepayments.com slash Vergecast. That was our show. Oh, and go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Did you ever say that I part? I said that part. All right, whatever. And just Braintree. Just get it. The end. Cool. Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> <laughs>